everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. I am your host, Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD! JD! It's always JD! Yay! <laughs> welcome to Spooktober. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grab a seat. We'll be here for a while. Get settled. Wait, do you think they weren't already sitting down? I, yeah, I was about to say we're exercising and listening to this, okay, but fair. I don't think our demographic would be like the heavily working out at Wait. type based on us. Michelle, Michelle, you did you I just su- did you just suggest that the kind of people who obsessively watch every horror movie released on a particular streaming service might not be terribly interested in the gym? Um, I drink what a leap! What a leap! <laughs> and I, uh, I build my muscles to maximum reps. Anyway, health is important, guys. Physical <laughs> fitness is. is important. I got into <laughs> jogging with COVID, and I hate it. Oh, anyway, God. anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> welcome to Spooktober. And uh, Spooktober, what have we been doing for the last bit of October, JD? Yeah, so we uh, on we watch Shutter. We watch new and original, uh, exclusive, uh, ra- rather new original. Wow, I when I don't start things, I just can't <laughs> speak at all. Apparently, did you like my well, impression we, of you? By the way, it was fabulous. It was really well done. I, it was beautiful. Thank uh, That's uh, the only way I'm able to do those things. Is they have to be robotically programmed every single time. Anyway. Uh, no, we watch new original and exclusive releases from Shudder starting back in March of this year. Uh, but for October, since you and I do the whole 31 days of Halloween movie thing pretty much every year, we decided we would also uh, do that as a podcast thing for our fans and do one new episode every day in October going back and looking at uh, previous original and exclusive uh, Shudder movies that came out before we started the show. Awesome. And what is today's movie? Today we are talking about a Russian film called Super Deep. Super Deep. Super uh, Deep. <laughs> One word, not two words. Super yep. Deep. All caps lock, according to uh, the Shutter website. Yes. Do you, have, do you have the Shutter website pulled up, or do you want? Me oh, to read I have it right in front of my face. Perfect. Should I read? As, Should I? Re- as we always do. If you wanna. Oh my God. It's a novel. I'm not recording. Please don't be serious. I am serious. I'm recording <laughs> on Audacity, but again, I forgot you have to hit it twice. So do we want to slot, slot, blah, blah, blah. I know. Well? Sh- should we just keep recording and leave this all in for everybody as a hilarious blooper? Yes. I mean, um, I mean, they d- they they did tolerate uh, the audacity recording quality all the way through the previous episodes of Spooktober. Yeah, that's true. I also just started um, recording on my actual recorder. So Ooh, can I can switch edit over. <laughs> I can, yes, I can edit it. We'll do it. If that this suddenly way. got so much better in quality, this is why I have a backup. It's, just to get to your Oh, I love it. This is the greatest episode ever already, and uh, we haven't even <laughs> talked about the movie. That's fabulous. Michelle, would you like me to read the description of Super Deep from the Shutter website? site for these good people that would be a good idea i can't be trusted with anything (laughs) (laughs) all right so this is super deep uh directed by arsenia sukin 
The Kola Super Deep Borehole is the largest Russian secret facility. In 1984, at the depth of more than seven miles below the surface, unexplained sounds were recorded resembling the screams and moans of numerous people. Since these events, the object has been closed. A small research team of scientists and military personnel go down below the surface to find the secret hidden these many decades. What they discover will pose the greatest threat humanity has ever faced. A Shudder original, Michelle! Yeah. <laughs> Do you I, feel capable of presenting spoiler-free thoughts at this time? <laughs> I can definitely try my best. Um, my spoiler-free thoughts. Uh, so I was going to really talk about this scientist and how bad at her job she is, but I did that as a <laughs> podcast host who did not record the opening two minutes and 46 uh. seconds. So uh, I, But I also feel like I'm as bad at podcasting as she is at sciencing. Where is her protective equipment through the majority of this as i'm watching this in a post-covid era i'm going you can't even like why are you taking your mask off when you know he's infected what are you doing he may be in a suit but you're not even washing your hands there's so much they have diaper masks it's awful i was just very aware of how unprotected she was from this horrible horrible thing that is being uh inflicted upon her um without getting into it too much i will say that the special effects are very good uh but she does pronounce the word colonel as colonel and for that it will be 3.5 skulls out of five for me (laughs) because she says colonel and she's bad at uh at safety precautions in a crisis situation exactly that's not what i want my scientists i want them to know how to say the word colonel and how to protect themselves from infectious diseases (laughs) and that is particular her brand of science she is not a rock scientist she is not a water scientist she is a virus scientist and she doesn't know we have the spoiler section coming up wear gloves anyway (laughs) uh my spoiler free thoughts on super deep are uh, i'm definitely more positive on it than you are i really 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 enjoyed this movie uh i uh first of all uh as you probably know at this point i am a big big fan of body horror and practical effects and there are a lot of practical effects and a lot of body horror going on in this movie. Uh, I love uh, all of that design work. I thought the execution was good. Uh, I like the uh, some of the things about the story structure and the pacing of the story. Or not, not uh, pacing is not what I meant to say. I don't know what I did mean to say. Uh, <laughs> because what I do want to say is the one complaint I do have about this movie is very similar to a complaint I have about a lot of movies is I do think the movie is a little, it's either a little too long or a little too slow, probably a combination of both, Uh, but not to the extent that I was ever totally bored with the movie. Uh, Otherwise, I love everything about this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I had a great time with it, four and a half skulls. Okay, so that brings us very easily to a four out of five skull rating. Now, if you are still with us and you have not seen this movie, what do you want to do, J.D.? What do you want them to do? Well, we're about to rip this movie apart in very great detail and spoil everything for you. So if you don't want that to happen before you see the movie, hit that pause button right now. Oh, I I forgot to tell him to come back. Shit. Oh, 
you think they're going to come back? No, I bet every single person who listens to our podcast just left forever. Right. They're never. They're, they're like, back on. this lady doesn't know how to record. Wow. They told us to stay gone. What is even the point? Oof, man, we stuck together night. for uh, seven months. Oh, God. Not I, I good, guess. Why are we even good. recording anymore? I don't know. I don't know, Michelle. Well, I guess you and I can do what we planned with this podcast, which was basically watching movies and discuss in the way that we would have. Why don't you tell me how you feel about this movie, J.D.? Oh, I uh, yeah. Like I said, I I love this movie. Uh, I like uh, first of all, I just like I said, I'm big fan uh, of body horror and, and practical special effects and all the way along this movie. I love uh, the way they give you just a little more and a little more and a little more of, of what's going on. Uh, you get that woman's back all messed up and other little things coming along. Uh, the way it builds and builds until we get to that giant just melted wall of people just moaning and wailing. And then it becomes that giant sloppy Cronenberg creature uh, that ends up chasing them through the uh, through the super deep hole. Uh, the uh, um, ultimately, uh, I, and I think plays back into what I think is the very best effect out of all the effects is when they come back to the fellow who, uh, God bless me, I can't remember the character's name, uh, but that soldier uh, who is in the uh, starting to yeah in the elevator who is just then covered with this growing uh this growing fungus uh and the design of his face the way it's all just kind of eaten away except for his lower jaw and he's still able to talk in community i thought that was so fucking cool like that one thing in the elevator that soldier in the elevator is one of my favorite practical body horror effects of all time i thought it was so awesome he like speaks and the uh, the fungus uh, spores come out of his mouth like a gas cloud. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Um, the way the story plays, I thought was cool. It's a it's a real old school like descent into hell and then ascending back out. You know that very uh, very classic structure of the further down you get, the worse things go, and then you got to get back out. The overall design and concept of when they finally get into that chamber and this fucking heat, this fungus is everywhere. Like it's like that chamber is huge and there is so much of it and you understand immediately like the gravity of what they're dealing with here. I was so caught up in how cool I thought so many of the ideas were, how unique so many of the ideas were that because uh, this is all sort of inspired by real things they talk about cordyceps fungus in the in the movie uh, it's all kind of based around uh, an exaggeration of those ideas uh, and the way it, it it sort of parallels or, or circles back around to the you know the the explosion of a person right outside the mind to try and prevent uh, newcomers from going in I, I really liked that I was so caught up in the execution and the ideas and everything at play here that the lack, and I, I did make note of the lack of scientific rigor going on <laughs> here, but I wasn't terribly bothered by it. I feel like in a lot of those scenarios, this is a crazy madcap crisis situation where you might not have your best judgment at play or whatnot. 
ultimately what it comes down to I was is I was just so caught up in everything else that was happening that I didn't care. Uh, and I know that's a lot, and I rambled here, but yeah, I really, really do love this movie. Again, the only thing I dislike about it is I feel like it could have been uh, about 20 minutes shorter and accomplished what it did. There were a few moments, especially in the first hour uh, of a two-hour movie, where I thought it dragged its feet. Uh, but other than that, I think it's an almost perfect movie. So, when I watched this movie for the first time, I know that this was at the point where I was watching everything that came out on Shudder within a week of it releasing, sure. which is why I've seen basically every original exclusive already. Uh, this was on my list, and I very distinctly remember the beginning all the way up to the elevator, and I remember that whole part and how cool it was. I had a complete empty void in my memory of anything after that point and I okay. don't understand it and it's very weird um this movie when I went to start it last night uh the only way I know that I have fully seen this movie and did not just stop and forget is that I accidentally hit continue instead of restart and I when okay. it started it was at the credits so <laughs> then I went oh my bad so then I restarted it and I have no idea like did I just block it out because I was so grossed out or what happened because that back oh my god that back is like oh yeah the trigger of like so many like mm -hmm. too gross for me things where I had oh, yeah. to look away and that is about where my memory drops off and I have I might have just blocked this movie out entirely it is very very gross but I also I wound up staying up uh way too late for that same reason um because I planned on just starting it getting partway through it finishing it the next day because I knew I'd seen it and I wound up staying up till 3 a.m. Um, ah. I do have to <laughs> I do have to ask without uh, getting to spoiler in case you know anybody did actually come back to listen to this part. Um, are you familiar with Oat Studio on YouTube? No. Okay. Neil Blomkamp, the guy who did District 9, Elysium, uh, uh -huh. those kinds of movies, uh, he has basically um, a YouTube channel called Oats Studio, O-A-T-S Studio, where he puts out smaller short films uh, that are concepts that he created. Um, one that he did is called Zygote. It came out in 2017. It stars Dakota Fanning. I don't want to spoil it, but I will say that if you like what this movie builds to and the type of effects it uses, that is a must-see. It is 22 minutes. It is on YouTube. It is basically the same production value as you would get with a full-length movie. And it's incredible. And uh, I don't want to spoil it. I think people should go into it mostly blind, but Zygote from Oat Studio. I have to. Okay. I see you Googling it. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you're, you're going to love it. And I just, I can't get into why, because I don't want to ruin it for people. But if you like this movie, you should check that out for sure. Um, and I have a bunch of little complaints. Mostly this movie worked for me. Um, it was kind of weird story-wise and kind of all over the place, and it wouldn't have worked so well for me if not for the special effects. I think the special effects carry this movie. Oh, um, for sure. This is a this yeah. is an effects movie. Absolutely. Exactly. If you're going into a story, you're not going to be super happy. Also, yeah, it it goes through a lot of the motions, right? Like it has that general sort of feeling of oh, there's a government cover-up here and there's some military dudes kind of power-tripping mm -hmm. against the scientists and a lot of those tropes that you've seen. 
Uh, but it this movie it, it it doesn't even really attempt. Uh, there's a little bit of attempt at characterization between uh, the uh, the lead scientist and and the the one soldier who gets all messed up in the elevator. Uh, but it's never anything more than just like uh, it feels like uh, like uh, foxhole trauma bonding, right? Like they're just kind of mm-hmm. like trying to get through the badness of it. Yeah, this movie is very much about what happens as opposed to who it happens to. Uh, one of the really weird things that I noticed while watching this is that it is a dub, but it is still a dub of an yes. English-speaking movie, and yet the dub is still awful. How did they do that? How did they make a movie in English and dub it with English, and it I, was still very bad? How did they ruin it with dubs? <laughs> I, I I think the impression I got from this is that uh, I feel like maybe uh, the dubbed voices are still the actual actors' voices. They just had to, like, I don't know do if they the had some over. issues where they weren't able to record sound uh, on set or, or something uh, because I don't I disagree wondered. with you. Yeah. I feel like while I was watching it, the impression I got is like, okay, some of these actors have done ADR before and they're pretty okay at it. And some of them are terrible. Yeah. Uh, it because, was just yeah, a weird, weird yeah. thing. It, it didn't affect my rating or anything. For I just sure. thought I would point it out because it's so bizarre that you're that's how you made basically the whole movie and it was still bad. Yeah. How did you that's do how, that? Uh, like that's how a lot of uh, like old uh, Italian giallo movies got mm-hmm. made or uh, like Argento was famous for bringing people in like uh, in Suspiria, there are like five different actual languages spoken during the production yep. of the movie. And then they just dub the whole thing. They just let the actors speak their native language and come in and dub it. And so it's, yeah, yeah they like, they, they just pre they, they shot the whole thing knowing full well that they were going to have to re-record all the dialogue, and I wonder if that's not a similar situation here. Yeah, and I think it is something like that. It's just uh, like almost more, not alarming, unsettling that you're watching their lips and you yep. know that they are saying the words, yep. but why does it sound so weird? And I yeah. recognize that this is being dubbed. I know what's going on, but it is yeah. a weird experience versus seeing lips that don't match at all. And that right, is like better for me. <laughs> where the person who's speaking on screen is clearly speaking a completely different language or the words yeah, are completely different. So they're, much they're just, weirder. They're, they're just off. It's like a <laughs> yeah. sync problem. Yeah. It's like um, I've done that before of dubbing over footage of somebody else with my own voice, and it's really unsettling. So now when I see other movies doing that, yeah. I'm like, was that the person giving the lines, or do we have like a Darth Vader thing going on right now where <laughs> you sure. didn't even know that you For were being sure. replaced by a different <laughs> voice actor? <laughs> I'm Catch not sure here. at all on, on how that played out, but... Uh, and we'll never uh, but find yeah, and, out. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, it's interesting. We uh, uh, For those of you who uh, have been following along, we're actually recording this episode on the same night that we recorded the previous Spooktober episode for Psycho Gorman. And I think it's very interesting how these are both two examples of really extreme, severe, aggressive body horror practical effects movies but the tone of them is so completely different and you can see how that same technique can be applied in different ways to achieve different things i think that's pretty interesting i actually had a a similar thought because um psycho gorman has i mean i would say that they have 
practical effects on the same level. Oh, yeah. But that sure. is something you'd see walking through a convention, and this is like contained in a horror movie. And it's yes. very weird that if they had taken that guy and put him in the same lighting of Psycho Gorman and just took the like fungus guy attached to some structure in Psycho Gorman with different lighting and a different tone, it would have been an entirely different uh, reaction and he would have fit right in. It is very odd that the practical effects are so similar, but very, very different execution. For sure, for sure. I, uh, I, I just, yeah. So if you're a big fan of body horror and practical effects, uh, I definitely cannot recommend this one enough. Um, you didn't, I, I guess, l let me ask you specifically, how did mm -hmm. you feel about uh, that concept uh, uh, like I know we've talked about how this woman is a bad scientist, right? And she's, <laughs> but, but like that idea in general, like I thought was so clever. I'm curious of your thought, this idea, uh, that there's this fungus that has been here for a long, 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 long time. And it was put in, it, it feeds on warmth. So the previous ice age sort of captured it and it's been trapped down there. Uh, and when you get down into that cave, just the spectacular awe of that cave and when it lights up and you realize, holy shit, this is a fucking massive wall of death. Like, what? how did you feel about that whole general concept? Oh, you have opened a can of worms. I am going to get into the nitty gritty of uh, what held back some of my feelings about this. Okay. Um, I would have liked this a lot more if it had been purely man versus fungus. Uh, the lead scientist lady kept personifying the virus, referring uh -huh. to it as he, as though it was a... Uh, it had a personality and it was deliberately doing this sure. um, and it was almost supernatural. And I would have preferred it much more if this is just a virus that we can't stop. Um, so I did find the concept overall really interesting, but the fact that they almost made it more supernatural than just this is nature just running its course. Sure. Um, I would have found that much more entertaining. I, and I mean, that was, I, I did overall obviously enjoy this movie, but that was one of the things that um, this idea of a fungi being trapped in the middle of the earth is much more interesting to me than a supernatural element of it is deliberately trying to take over the earth. Instead, it's just, no, this is what fungus does. It, uh, it attracts, it tries to grow more, but I felt like they tried to personify it and use, you know, pronouns for it and talk about what it wanted when instead it should have just been, no, this is a plant doing what plants do. No, sure. I, and I totally understand where you're coming from there. I, uh, mm -hmm. I guess I kind of took that, uh, in, in my own viewing of it, uh, my read on that was more that like not that the movie wanted us to believe that, but that it was something that this character was thinking and experiencing uh, in that moment, uh, which I think might also contribute to your overall theory that maybe uh, the, the one uh, shortcoming we can conclude, at least on this particular character, is she is a pretty terrible scientist. Um, yeah, that's but... why it bothered me, because I was like, you're a scientist. <laughs> this fungus is not a human being. What are you doing? It was just that in a lot of this movie. And I just yeah, wanted it to be Michelle, human versus science. I think you need to be a little bit more open-minded in your theorizing how you might react uh, in a situation where a crazy fungus was turning people into zombie people who could resist hundreds of degrees of heat. 
And uh, you might think something wild is going on, too, even you're, with uh, education. You're being hypocritical <laughs> right now because we just watched a shark movie a couple weeks back where we determined that the way I to know. not get eaten by a shark is to not go in the water. The way to not get killed by a fungus is not to go down into the middle of the earth in Russia. Don't they, take an elevator super far down into the earth. This is also an avoidable situation. I would not find no, myself in here's, earth. Here's, here's, they didn't know the fungus. Fungus was there until they already went down the elevator, Michelle. Yeah, the problem is going down an elevator that far. Would you oh ever God. trust anybody being like, we're going to take this giant-ass elevator We're going to go seven into miles down into the core of the earth where just walking yeah. outside puts incredible pressure on you and the temperature in the atmosphere is like 250 degrees and it'll probably melt your face off? Yeah. No, I would yeah, never I find would, myself in that situation. <laughs> I would absolutely do that. Are you kidding? Wait, would you really? You're afraid of a lot of things and you would take an elevator into the earth? Yes. Yes. Oh I would God, take an no. elevator into the earth. I would trust structural engineering. Yes. Well, here's what I wouldn't do. I wouldn't just like let somebody descend me down into a giant cavern on a rope. But if you've constructed a facility and, like, engineered everything down that far in, yes, absolutely, I would go down there. I, I'm i shocked. I would never <laughs> do that. I don't even trust elevators taking me, like, three stories up. I don't like them. I hate elevators. But the elevator's, <laughs> the elevator's not going up, Michelle. It's going down. Oh, but so I'm not going to ever come up out of the earth, and that's not also alarming. I'm going to have to come up at some point, <laughs> theoretically. I don't want to just live down there. Why I bet not? they don't even have the internet, or at least not high-speed internet, where they could watch all the Shutter exclusives and originals yeah, every Thursday. But you know what they do have is a giant fungus, fungus cave <laughs> where you can be turned into a cordyceps zombie, and oh, yeah. everything will be great. That big uh, molten blob of people seemed to really love that being their fate. <laughs> they definitely were not hollering out in pain. Those were woohoos of joy. Just they were. Best, best time of my life. Woo, right I can't wait right until on. the rest of the world is like this. <sighs> joy does. <laughs> <laughs> this might I, have been uh, better off I if heard. I just I don't forgotten know, I don't know what movie record. you watched, but that's what I heard <laughs> for sure. Well, I guess if you want to go into the middle of the earth and get uh, taken over by fungus, that is your prerogative. Yeah, I it's like... I will not do that, it's ever. Like you're, it's like you're letting the, the planet give you a really, really big planet hug. <laughs> just thinking of that is making me itchy. That <laughs> just is All right. awful. So, guys, make sure you check us out. Uh, uh, well, that oh, was super deep. Oh, they came back. I, yeah, they came they, back. I assume they came back. I'm going to talk Whoa. like they did anyway. That cool. was super deep. Hi. Make sure you check us out on all the social meds. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. <laughs> uh, 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 just at We Watch Shutter on all of those will we'll find us. Uh, make sure you tell all your friends. Uh, Michelle, anything we need to plug? No. Well, all right then. Say goodnight, Michelle. <laughs> goodnight, Michelle.